Welcome to Voices in Health Law, the podcast of the American Bar Association's Health Law section. I'm your host, Stephanie Dorville, and I'm a senior counsel with Kaiser Permanente. Today, I'm pleased to talk to one of our fellow hosts, Ramna Rameshwaran, a partner at Cat and Munchen Rosamond, who's helped start a different kind of program at the ABA Health Law section's largest conference, which is the Emerging Issues in Healthcare Conference, which is engaging and is truly meant to be in an interactive and different way to educate our members than other sessions. And so the new session that he started and initiated is the Beginner's Guide to Analyzing Novel Healthcare Regulatory Issues. Thanks for joining us today, Ramana. Thank you. So please introduce yourself to our listeners and tell us about your background. So first of all, thank you so much for letting me be on the other side of the mic. This is the first time I've gotten to do that. Um, I'm a healthcare lawyer at Cat and Mutual Rosenman, as you've mentioned, and have been for about the past five years. But I've been part of the ABA health law section since I was a law student. So through the ABA, I've been able to do a lot of incredible things. Even someone that was new to his career, I was able to get involved and really get active within this group. I first served as one of the members of the governing council as a law student and then as a young lawyer and even helped establish three of the awards which are given at the Emerging Issues in Healthcare Conference, which we all affectionately call EMI, including a law student scholarship, a young lawyer award, and a diversity award. As a healthcare worker, I work with clients on both healthcare regulatory issues and healthcare transactional issues, but ABA is somewhere I always fall back to in order to get more knowledge and more experience. It's so crazy to me that you've only been at Catton for the past five years and are still a relatively new lawyer because you've gotten so many opportunities to lead within the health law section. And you're just so in, you're such a great mentor to others in the health law section as well. So we're really grateful to that. And I can definitely tell you that I had a similar experience when I joined the ABA health law section that, you know, I had people really mentor me and it's a really awesome community and EMI, which this year is in New Orleans, is always a great time. It's always in a place that inspires creativity, innovation, and really engaging conversations. Speaking of engaging sessions and conversations, how did you come up with this session? So we were actually trying to brainstorm new ideas. So as a young lawyer, at least I was, I'm starting to not be a young lawyer anymore. We were trying to figure out ways to get engaged uh, with the young lawyers, law students and others. So fellow leaders like Christy Braun and Bill Hopkins and I were talking about doing something called a tabletop exercise. And what a tabletop exercise is, in my EMS world, I used to be an EMS chief. We used to do these exercises where we kind of plan out what we would do in a major disaster and walk through it amongst a group of people. And it's a planned kind of course where people will know what the answers could be or should be, and they, they walk you through it. But as a in that role as a chief officer, I was forced to make decisions to see if the right outcome comes about. We thought it might be cool to do that as part of a program where, you know, everyone has a chance to be involved and actually take part in something where you're going to make decisions about how certain scenarios are going to go or how to come to a decision as you're going through certain scenarios. So about three years ago, uh, the first first one of these sessions happening three years ago, I texted Matt Fisher, who was at the time in charge of the EMI conference, and he's now uh, chair-elect, as as we all know. And I proposed this like small group discussion-style seminar instead of doing our normal seminar-style discussions, where someone there's a panel in the front and that's talking to you. And he said, let's do it. Let's just try it out. And we did. 
And I, I hope to say it actually worked. So we're basically giving uh, an experience to young lawyers and law students at this point. That's that's amazing. And I feel like a lot of health law is working through very novel issues. And, and that's really what EMI is about. And I mean, it's great that other leaders like Christy Braun and Bill Hawkins were supportive of these issues. Bill Hawkins right now is the chair of the diversity committee. And of course, you know, Matt being chair elect from the section, you know, that just means working on these new issues gives you an opportunity to advance even more in the session because it's all about working together on new ways to help members become better lawyers. So, I mean, this is great. I love hearing about your past life as a emergency medical services chief officer because I mean, you have that experience as a direct healthcare provider, but now you're really working to, you know, counsel those types of clients to continue to provide safe, effective, and, you know, lawful services to the public. So, I mean, it's it's great that you've made that journey as well. And so, it's also a testament to diversity. I mean, in the sense of like, with all these different experiences, we're all coming together and, and creating something new. And that was the coolest part of creating this type of program right now. Yeah, I mean, your life experience as a provider informs these tabletop exercises. I know that, you know, some of our members come from other backgrounds. I know tabletop exercises are very common in the privacy and security space, you know, dealing with usually a, a ransomware or other nefarious Absolutely. attack. So this is a great way to handle what happens in real life health law. Like it's not all esoteric, easy issues that you deal with at your leisure. It's, I need this answer now. And this is an emergency because it has these types of risks for our organization. So it's awesome that you've created these opportunities at a conference that people can go to and learn, have a, a real life, you know, so, somewhat real life example of what it's like to handle an emergent uh, health care regulatory or crisis issue, and then learn other topics at the conference that will help you become a better practitioner. So during the session, can you give us a picture of what's going to happen? Absolutely. So everybody's actually going to be seated in small group tables, which is what we've done the last couple of years and hoping to do for this third year. And it gives them a chance to actually work together through whatever issues that we're going to put together. So in the past two years, we created various scenarios and fact patterns that contained a lot of healthcare regulatory issues within the scenario itself. And uh, frankly, these issues were stuff that either I or one of the other speakers had either faced or heard about. So they're, in some cases, real-world issues that we're working on. Um, and so through the fact pattern, participants will figure out what issues exist and work together to figure those out. Volunteer to put it up on, uh, you know, to everybody else to discuss whether they're real issues whether they're the, you know, the red herrings as it might be or something else. And frankly, we also have this tool that we are using for this session where if you don't feel like speaking up, you can go on an on a app and just put your ideas right onto the screen for us. So we're using tech in a, in a different way to make it easier for everyone to really get involved in, in talking about whatever it is. As mentioned, we started this three years ago and it was during the pandemic. So sometimes the issues that we we were dealing with were actually new and novel and never before seen issues. And so it helped to discuss and, and figure out how to understand those issues specifically. And then we also discuss about like the resources that are available to figure out answers. Not everything we did 
as an answer in the first place. Love that you've had this session evolve into something that accommodates different learning styles. I know that not everybody is willing to raise their hand and put themselves out there, especially with trying to handle a new issue. So I love that you've created this collaborative exercise that accommodates different styles of learning. And, you know, I, I wish that the bar exam was more like this because really what you don't practice law in a vacuum, you really do have to pick up the phone, phone a friend and find out, you know, Hey, have you seen something like this before? Is this something that has an analog somewhere else in health law or maybe not even in health law? Um, so, you know, that's wonderful. So would these fact patterns be um, regulatory in nature only, or are there potential like transactional or you know privacy and security type scenarios that you're thinking through? Or am I spoiling the surprise? <laughs> no, you're not spoiling the surprise. We, I mean, we have it's the fact patterns are usually regulatory in nature, but we definitely have done. I wouldn't say privacy isn't regulatory, but we've done privacy issues, and we're probably going to see something related to privacy and in the world of clinical trials, as, as you're going to find out a little bit more of what's happening this year. Oh, yeah, that's right. And so who gets to attend a session? Is this something that's only, you know, who who should attend the session at EMI this year? So uh, on the brochures, it all says that it's capped to 30 people, but we can probably accommodate more. Usually, uh, it's the newer folks to either health law or just to practicing in general that'll be in the sessions. But what's actually been kind of cool, if I if it doesn't sound too nerdy, uh, is the fact that we are, we actually get some experienced practitioners in the room, and that has helped guide conversations in the small group discussions as well. Because the experienced person might come to it from a different perspective, not always the perspective that everybody else is going to come to, but you then hear more from everyone, and it's kind of become a thing where we have a a, a wide ranging group of experience in the room. So. What are the topics for this year? I know I kind of, I try to push you to give a spoiler alert at first, but you know, I knew we were going to talk about it later. So what should attendees expect as topics this year? So this year we decided to add just a little bit more life sciences spin to it, but not necessarily get away from the health law world. So we brought in Tyler Cowart of Boston Scientific, who's joining me as well as Christy Braun of Science Health to walk through transparency laws that might affect life sciences and healthcare providers, anti-kickback issues when working with life sciences companies especially. And, you know, one of those areas that a lot of people don't know much about unless they've actually worked in it, clinical trials. Um, it's just one of those kind of oddities in health law that we're hoping to give a little bit more experience to folks so that they have a basic understanding of what to look for in the clinical trial work. Uh, we'll use the similar systems as we did in the past with these uh, the online responses and the small group discussions. And the session is slated for about two hours and five minutes on the second day of, of EMI. Well, like, I mean, this sounds great. I might have to attend this session. I know that in my practice for a large healthcare and hospital and health plan um, system, it's working with new issues has always been challenging because, you know, sometimes you're kind of living in your in-house world, but it's great to hear other people's perspectives from other practitioner standpoints. So I'm really happy that I got to talk to you today. Um, it's the 25th anniversary of EMI, so there's a lot of special things happening. And New Orleans is always an amazing time. So if you want to laisser les bon temps rouler, 
please register at the link that we will provide in this in the description for this podcast. Um, the dates of EMI are April 3rd through 6, 2024 at the JW Marriott. And again, thank you, Ramana, for being the ambassador for this great discussion. And if you want to listen to Ramana, you know, please look out for him as a podcast host on many other episodes of Voices in Health Law. So thank you again, Ramana. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much. Now a word from our sponsor. The Health Law Section would like to thank our premier sponsors for making today's podcast possible. Four-star premier sponsors, AAA, BRG, and VMG Health, and three-star premier sponsors, Pinnacle Health.